Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Economically Inclined Podcast. I'm June, and I'm here with my co-host, Jake. Hi, everyone. So, Jake, this week we are talking about the World Economic Forum and economic inequality. That's right. And we all know the World Economic Forum is an annual event that brings together leaders in business and politics to discuss global economic issues. And economic inequality is one of the most pressing issues that the world is facing today. Absolutely. It's been an ongoing problem for many years and it's only getting worse. So let's start by talking about some of the solutions that have been proposed to help alleviate the issue. Well, one of the solutions that's been proposed is to increase taxes on the wealthy and use the money to fund social programs and initiatives that will help to reduce inequality. That's a great idea, but it's not the only solution. Another solution is to increase the minimum wage and create more jobs in low-income areas. Absolutely. And the World Economic Forum is an ideal platform to discuss these solutions and to come up with ways to implement them. That's true. And hopefully the forum will be able to come up with some solutions that can actually make a difference. We can only hope. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Tune in next week when we'll be talking about the global economy and its impact on the environment. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Chinese Transformation. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Okay, so... Hi, uh, hi, Jean. Hi, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who are regular listeners, um, obviously, this is Tia. And Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the journey to a transformation, not the, what was this called? The Economically Inclined Podcast. For those of you who are new listeners, you've probably switched this off by now. So you're not hearing this anyways. Yeah. But, you know, big surprise. Who, who, who are Jake and June? <laughs> Jake and June are products of um, Chat GPT, which is all the rage right now, which yes. is effectively a kind of machine learning platform, open source platform. You can put in whatever you want and it will spit that out. So the prompt I gave it was write a funny two person podcast script about economic inequality and the World Economic Forum. And that wasn't bad. (laughs) It wasn't terrible. I mean, there was lots of like, and I hope so. Absolutely. (laughs) But, you know, as um, an intro to a topic and a bit of a gathering momentum and getting people into something, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Do you want to read another one? Because I have another one. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, can you read that there? Um, my eyes are actually going really funny because um, I'm, uh, um, yeah, okay, let's give it a go. Okay, you want to be host number one this time? Uh, yes. Okay, go. Welcome to our show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> we are here today to discuss the hot topic of economic inequality and the World Economic Forum. That's right. <laughs> We've seen a lot of buzz lately about the World Economic Forum and the growing problem of economic inequality. Let's start off by discussing what the World Economic Forum is and the role it plays in the world economy. Sure. 
The World Economic Forum is basically a gathering of the world's most powerful people in the government, business, and media. They come together to discuss solutions to global problems like poverty, inequality, and climate change. Wow, that sounds like a lot of responsibility. It is, but it can also be a little ridiculous. I mean, these are some of the wealthiest people in the world, and they're talking about solutions to inequality while wearing designer suits and sipping champagne. <laughs> wow. That's a hard burn. Yeah. That's a hard burn. Okay, good job, ChatGPT. <laughs> but it's still important to talk about solutions to inequality, no matter how it looks. Absolutely. It's also important to remember that economic inequality is still a major issue in the world. Even though the World Economic Forum is a great platform for discussing solutions, there's still a lot of work to be done. That's right. We must continue to fight for economic justice and equality. Absolutely. That's why we're here discussing this important topic. All right. Now that we've discussed the basics, let's talk about some of the solutions that have been proposed by the World Economic Forum. Sure. I say sure a lot. (laughs) (laughs) One of the solutions that the World Economic Forum has proposed is to create more jobs, especially for the younger generation. This could help reduce inequality by giving people access to more opportunities. That's a great idea, but it's only one part of the solution. We must also focus on improving education, healthcare and other social services to ensure that everyone has access to the same basic human rights. You're right. We must work together to create a more equitable society. Absolutely. Well, (laughs) that wraps up our show for today. We hope this discussion has been informative and insightful. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. Okay. I mean, do you think we were just like way more engaging? (laughs) I think maybe. I think maybe we were, we sounded better informed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, I think the explanation marks really add a bit of punch. Yeah. A bit of, whoa. (laughs) And like maybe, maybe, um, chat, is it GPT? Chat, I can't speak. Okay. Chat GPT is like trying to get us to feel more like into it. Yeah. You know, through the exclamations. But doesn't it feel very artificial? Because I was like, sure, absolutely. That's right. Yeah, definitely. That's a great idea. Yeah. That, there's kind of like little responses. The thing that I really liked was that little hard burn about the designer bags and the champagne and stuff. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like it's got an opinion. <laughs> Does it freak you out a oh, little bit? Almost, yeah. <laughs> Although... Having um, explored this platform or right. artificial intelligence for a little bit, I do find it annoyingly balanced <laughs> and an annoying way where I'm, I'm looking, you know, I want to, and maybe this is like the problem with it. You're often looking for some opinion or criticism or something, maybe even to affirm your own values. Right. I think I've realized that I'm looking for that okay. by using this platform because when it sort of responds to me and meets it. I'm like, great. And then it'll be a line or two saying, but, you know, on balance or like, you know, they also do good things. They're very diplomatic. Yeah, literally. <laughs> or it's like, you know, but we have to take into consideration these things that they've done that are good. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Like, Troll with me. I didn't want that bit. <laughs> but, you know, that's a good thing. And also perhaps brings to like my own assumptions and biases sure i mean you couldn't ever use it to like have a firm position on anything right, right. like yeah. unless you just cut the end bit off 
Yeah. I mean, do you think there's a way that you can keep changing your questions that you're asking it to, to get there, though? Because that's also you, isn't it? Right. Putting in what it is you want to find. Yeah. Okay. Shall we, let, let's type something else in. What, what do you want to know? Um, I'd like to know who's doing the best job at reducing poverty. <laughs> oh, gosh. Too big, too big. That would come up with loads, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, summarize what the United Nations is in the voice of a pirate. Whoa. Let's see what it gives us. <laughs> Ahoy! The United Nations be an organization made up of countries from all over the world designed to promote international peace and security and to create a platform for countries to work together on global issues. Wow. <laughs> I love the way you read that. I also didn't realize you could ask it to be or come back to you in a kind of voice or yeah. as a different person. Okay. That's cool. Right? Okay, I can I can do it. Um, could you ask it to write um, a speech as if it was Bill Gates? Potentially. That, that would be a bit scary. Hang on. I've got something. I've got something else. But I don't know if it can do, like, the voice of it. Like, I don't know if it can do that in the same way. Okay. Here's uh, what I've asked it to do. Write a haiku of what the United Nations is. <laughs> Peaceful world sought by many nations united. Hope for a better future. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I love it. Oh my God. At the start of every episode, can we have it write as a haiku? <laughs> Not the episode. <laughs> Put this episode in haiku form. Yep. I love it. <laughs> okay. I have put in who is Lauren E. Burroughs. Oh my God. <laughs> Lauren E. Burroughs is a British historian and writer specializing in the history of medieval England and Europe. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. Just so you know. Nice. Let's see what it says about me. I'm scared. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Tia Rogers is a multi-award winning American entrepreneur, <laughs> business strategist, and marketing expert. What? She is the founder and CEO of the marketing firm Social Media Unicorn. She's a prominent thought leader in the areas of digital marketing, business strategy, and entrepreneurship. Cute. She's also a passionate advocate for women-led businesses and entrepreneurship. I mean... Not far off. <laughs> Not far off. I like it. Social the only media thing unicorn. that's off is the social media unicorn bit and the digital marketing. That's cute, though. You could start some kind of transformational unicorn. Yeah. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> so this is chat GPT. I mean, is this not kind of the end of university, college, high school report writing like you're never going to do a take-home report ever again right because it generates unique content for you based on what you're asking yeah and it can even put the sources in for you if you ask it to yeah so like we're we're done it's pulling everything from the far reaches of the internet consolidating that for you and summarizing it in whatever style you want 
Yeah, but as we have already discussed, it's pulling what's there and not what's not there. <laughs> no, that seems like a really obvious thing to say. But what I mean is, for example, if you're looking for something on poverty and inequality, a lot of things come about the United Nations and the World Economic Forum because they are on the internet more frequently. And so like it tended, or when I've looked at these kinds of things, pull these organisations or these examples or their presence is more dominant. So I find it pulls that. And then you have to go again, like, no, I want more or I want more unique examples or I want more that's sure. less, do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's there's almost like a trail that you have to go down to get to Yeah, it. okay, so it's pulling from things, from sources that are most frequently present. So when you say, like, the absence of stuff, yeah. you wouldn't find that anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. like, I guess I mean, like, the, the 1%. It's not inventing yeah, stuff. Fine. <laughs> I mean, like, the 1%. Sure. Um, and so, and that, and also that what you are pulling does come with its own assumptions and biases. And so you still have to be critical about what it's pulling. However, you can ask it to summarize whole articles. Yeah. I mean, so wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is also kind of just the abstract, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> abstract and conclusion, which is basically what every college student and university student reads, anyways. True. So, and, and what I do think it's doing for me, at least is making things more accessible. Sure. Because I often find academic articles, you know, 20 pages, dense language, intimidating. And I'm going to spend an hour going through that and trying to understand some of the, the the sort of nuance or the deep thinking behind it. Put it in chat GPT and suddenly I have a very accessible paragraph that I'm like, oh, I understand now. And so I feel like I then quickly move to an analytical stage or uh, be able to express it to somebody else because now I understand it. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if that, you know, I don't know how that would work for other people. But. I do think I, I do think we need to have a trust but verify mm. approach mm. with it. Um because uh, I did a little test as well on on an interview. So I took an interview that had been transcribed. It had been it was it had been transcribed using like AI. Is it AI? Do we consider that? Uh, I'm not sure actually. Okay. Anyways, it had been transcribed automatically by some little internet creature. And I took a snap a snap of that, like a, a paragraph of that, and I put that into chat GPT to ask it to summarize what it said. And in some instances, it got the kind of tone of what was being said right. Like it sort of understood because it was the, the interview would say the interview paragraph would say things like and I, 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 well, you know, I like it was how people talk or how this person spoke. And from those kind of like the subtleties or the little personal idiosyncratic ways that this individual spoke or communicated or expressed their views it did kind of get get it mm. in the summary but in some instances it kind of missed it completely so it sort of summarized in a way that just didn't really capture the 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 heart of the sentiment but it wasn't necessarily crazy far off yeah well that i just think like the extent in which it, it can get there and, and kind of fill gaps 
it, it's kind of wild. And and maybe the the bit about it not being far off means that it getting to a point where it can understand and interpret those nuances and how people are talking and the tone is not now not far away at all. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm asking it to do something. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> She's giggling. <laughs> it cannot be a good thing. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh my god, that is an evil giggle. There once was a man with a hot body who showed off his goods in the lobby. <laughs> he was tone and fit and made all women sit to see his show-stopping physique. <laughs> what did you type in? Write a limic poem about hot bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right? It's fun. Mm. That's great. <laughs> I know other people who are using it to, or have used it to write um, a leaving email. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, they were leaving an organisation, and and they were like, "Oh, I'm just going to get it to write a, a funny or a fun um, departing email." I like it. All right, let's see. This is how I'm going to write some glass doors. <laughs> the management at this company is incredibly unprofessional and disorganised. Communication is poor, and tasks are often unclear, making it difficult to stay on track and complete projects on time. Furthermore, there's a lack of transparency and no clear career progression plan for employees. The work environment is stressful and the atmosphere is quite negative. I would not recommend this employer to anyone. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <It's> gosh! <really> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> what did you type in? Write a bad review about my employer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can read and see that now on Glassdoor. Yeah, Somebody I'm just going to copy paste that. this. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> it just knows, just senses how I feel. Wow. So as we're discovering, it can do a lot of things. Emails, reports, summarizing, possibly looking at interview scripts. Yeah. Really so many things. And it's going to touch so many different fields as well as our own evaluation, nonprofit sector, education, other parts of the private sector. It's really going to be amazing i mean anywhere you need to write something like anytime you need to produce something you're yeah. you're listing a few sectors but there's loads anybody who's got to write or read or consume any information in any fashion this is gonna yeah like yeah be good but i mean i think we should say approach with caution yeah trust but verify yes um i've written a letter of recommendation for you go but, but i mean chat gpt um to whom it may concern i'm writing to enthusiastically recommend lauren burrows for the position of but much <laughs> what <laughs> i have had the pleasure of working with lauren for the past two years and i can say without hesitation that she is an exemplary employee hell yeah <laughs> employee lauren is an incredibly reliable mm -hmm. hard-working Individual who takes initiative and consistently exceeds expectations. Yep. She's also an effective communicator who is able to work well with a variety of people, from supervisors to peers and customers. <laughs> Lauren has a great eye for detail and is able to spot errors or discrepancies that many others will miss. Whoop. <laughs> See what I mean? Trust but verify. Yeah. <laughs> 
In addition, she is a quick learner who is able to pick up new skills and processes quickly and efficiently. I have no hesitation in recommending Lauren for the position. She is an asset to any team, and I am confident that she will be an incredible asset to your organization. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. It's not always accurate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when it's writing about people's personalities that it doesn't know. <laughs> but so, I like But I like that it... it leans toward the positive right like our (laughs) our inclination you know so as human beings we have there's a lot of reasons why people think we we have a negativity bias right it helps it potentially helped us to spot danger better is one of the reasons why people believe that we err to the side of negativity we remember negative things more it's easier for us to think about negative stuff than it is for us to think about positive stuff. And in some instances, people would say, for every 10 negative things, you'll remember 10 negative things for every one positive thing that you might remember. So it's interesting because when we think about algorithms and algorithms being generated by human beings, our negativity bias, our bias is in the computers it's in algorithms there is there is this like perception of objectivity when it comes to computers but that's not true because we write it our Mm. perceptions our bias exist in that space still so i just find it really interesting that it like airs toward the positive because that's not what we do as a human species yeah i I completely agree it's it's hard to fathom a little bit (laughs) Why is it so fucking friendly? And so balanced. I'm like, this isn't me. <laughs> yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> or more should I say, it's not us. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is a really good point and an interesting one as to how how they got there or what kind of code got there. I don't know. I, I'm very technical, obviously. <laughs> how they, the code, yeah. the machine. <laughs> I said little internet creature I mean, earlier. No, so gender neutral. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, yeah. Well, have a play with it. We, I mean, it's open source. We're, yeah. we're obviously not <laughs> I mean, being sponsored by them. If you haven't um, heard of it, I'll play with it by now. <laughs> There's haikus out there to be made. There's haikus to be made. All right. Should we leave on one, one, uh, one haiku? Yes. Right. Okay. Here we go. It does it so fast as well. That's what I like. Yeah. Farewell, my friend. The time has come to go, but memories last forever. Oh. <laughs> Farewell, friends. Farewell, friends. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. And this has been the Journey to Transformation. Bye. Bye.